I don't feel like it's fucking genetically modified or some shit. Facts. <laughs> People are sitting there wondering, am I supposed to eat this watermelon without seeds? Like, right. what is life? <laughs> Something is wrong. Very, bro. Very. <laughs> That was the equivalent when people couldn't like. I ain't gonna lie. Between the watermelon seed debate and the baby pigeon debate, bro, I I don't see any uh difference, bro. I feel like people the conspiracy theories is going crazy. <laughs> Fuck all of that, man. Welcome, 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 man. You are with the brothers Adrian and Ari, man. Welcome to Four Corner Cinema, man. This will be episode dos. You know what I'm saying? If you already checked out our intro episode, got in tune with us, man, and figured out what we like and what we, you know, what I'm saying our thoughts on the movie industries and movies coming out and such all of that good stuff and in movie news right now it's breaking news right now as of today jonathan majors has been fired from marvel studios mm. um for he was convicted uh guilty of if i'm not mistaken it was a misdemeanor of uh, i think it was a misdemeanor of assault a third degree uh harassment yeah third degree yeah mm-hmm and they said, fuck that, you're out of here, brother. Like, and this shit's been going on since March. And second season of Kang has already been recorded and re- released. So it's like, it's nothing they could already have done there. I feel like they were pretty much just waiting for mm-hmm. the like, official shit to come out so they can do what they was going to do. Which I feel was going to happen regardless. Whether yeah. he was guilty or not. You know? So it's crazy, it man. It is, man. I mean, it's nothing, nothing we can really gripe about now, man. You can't say he was trying to buy CBS. He wasn't trying to do that. <laughs> this is what happens low key. Like when you, it, it's crazy when you hear the audio when he's like, yo, the plan this, the plan that. Mm-hmm. Messing up the plan. I mean, if you see how these type of plans you were in usually go with the partners you're in there with, they usually don't come out too well. They That's usually fact, don't come man. out too well. That's a fact, man. I'm so, just right? super disappointed, man. I'm super yeah. disappointed. He was gonna be a, he was definitely gonna be a highlight in a a much needed highlight in the MCU as of late. But yeah, he played himself, man. He yeah. played himself, and hopefully, we all take that as a lesson as to who we associate with, who we mm-hmm. lay in bed with, because. Sometimes shit can get spooky overnight. We all remember that. It reminded me that one um, video or meme or whatever they want to classify it as, but when Russell Wilson got drafted, his girlfriend was just, oh, it's lit. <laughs> we ain't see her since. Hey. We ain't see her since. Who you, who you, who you on a journey with is not all the time who you end the journey with. You know what I'm That's saying? Because they might not be the right partner for certain parts of this journey. You know, and I feel like I don't know their personal relationship between Jonathan Majors and his woman, but see all of that coming out of it don't seem like y'all were on the same page. He was even saying, we're not connecting. You try to do this. I'm trying to do that. And I'm right. it, it just it wasn't no connection there. So, hey, man, another one bites the dust, man. And I don't want to say like I just don't care, but it's just like, bruh, y'all going to learn sooner or later, man. And it's not really like about, oh, whether you do it with a black woman or a white woman, bro, but it's just kind of like. The type of person. Yeah, man. Like, bitch, I don't know if you really knew who Coretta Scott King was. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? But the fact you even got to ask a shorty like that, yeah, you that's already crazy. fucked up. 
Yep. You already fucked up. You moving crazy. Right. It, it's never... just like you didn't, he didn't realize he was moving crazy until it was too late. Way too late. But that's what happens, man. That's what happens. So, hey, enter Dr. Doom, nigga. You see, I got my green on today. Yeah, nigga, what's up? Yeah. Enter Dr. Doom. <laughs> I mean, happy holidays to the people, of course. Mm -hmm. Happy holidays and all that good stuff, whether it's Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, or you're just enjoying a day off, a couple days off. So shout out to y'all. Shout out to the listeners. Happy holidays to all of you. And thank you for checking us out, for sure. Yeah, for sure, man. So definitely, man, happy holidays. Hopefully all the movie nights and Christmas reruns and marathons that y'all been watching. Have all been enjoyed. I know Freeform been going crazy. Mm-hmm. TNT been going crazy. Just dropping classics, man. I know ABC usually does their uh, holiday runs. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Jack Frost, all of those joints. For me, it's always nostalgic to do those, watch those films since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And then trying to put, you know, put my nieces onto that. They like watching them here and there. They found their own modern classics to watch for Christmas time, which is dope. You know what I'm saying? I really yeah, yeah, feel like it sure. wasn't really a lot at these times. But they found some good ones. They love their Frozen. Uh, the Jingle Jangle film that came out. The, the majority black. Uh, Everyone loves that, man. Yeah. Love it, Everyone that loves that. That was a great it. film, man. Um, Christmas Chronicles with Kurt Russell was really good. This is some good modern Christmas movies out for this, this new crop of kids and such that they don't have to rush back and go watch Home Alone 1, 2, and 3 all over. Like, right. they got their own new joints now, which is, I mean, still can go back and watch them, but it's cool that they got something like that. But neither here nor there, man. We are here to talk about our Christmas movie of the month featuring one of our favorite wrestlers. Um, probably, I mean, who knows it's all time, but dog, just one of everybody's favorite guy in the wrestling world. Now you said, man, John Cena, you can't see him. Almost missed him <laughs> in this motherfucker. That's how damn near how quick, how quick his role was, but still a good right. role in, in itself, though. But we are talking about Daddy's Home 2 featuring a Massachusetts brethren of John Cena, Mark Wahlberg, and one of our like just funniest TV com- comedians, movie comedians of our time, Pharaoh. Um, also featuring, what's my girl name? I'm going to get the cast down correctly. But we also have Mel Gibson. We um, uncanceled him, y'all. We, we uncanceled him for this yeah, episode. Just for this. Just for this, bro. <laughs> Cause dog, I ain't gonna lie, his role low key kind of feels like he how that man was that night. Facts. He, he definitely got. Feels it. Like this was like, damn, was this a calling for my man? <laughs> like, but yeah, but we had Mark Wahlberg playing Dusty, Mel Gibson playing Kurt, uh, let me say John Lithgow, Lithgow playing um John uh, Whitaker, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Brad's dad, who is another amazing actor for Third Rock Son, yep. Trinity Killer, Legend, and yep. uh fucking what's my show dexter just so many great roles and he this role in itself made me reminded me um linda cardellini uh she's played so many different roles in tv shows i've always liked her as an actor um we also we had the kids you also had um girls play megan adriana um who else they had what was my young boy name the boy the boy played dylan too he be dylan yeah hilarious also had um the dude who saved the um the flight 
in the on the Hudson and shit. They had him at the end of shit. Like I thought mm-hmm. that was a random add-on, but yes, also right. like I said, John Cena also. That is our majority of the main cast and such like that. And it's good from seeing the first film and seeing how young some of these kids were and just seeing the second film. They're not like super older now, but it just it's always fun to see kids grow with a film. And mm-hmm. just, it's like, oh man, they still kept them around. You know, they grown with their acting, seeing them grow with the movie. It's really dope. But neither here nor there. Solid cast. Um they everybody really did a nice part in the film. But let's get into the uh quick synopsis of what the movie is about before we get into the nitty-gritty. Yeah, for um, sure. Daddy Home 2, about father or stepfather, Dusty and Brad join forces to make Christmas time perfect for the children. Their newfound partnership soon gets put into a test when Dusty's old school macho dad, Brad, and Brad's gentle father arrive to turn the holiday upside down. After a sudden change of plans, the poor man decides to take the kids to a luxury resort for a fun-filled getaway that turns into a hilarious, chaotic adventure. And that it was. I mean, like I said, starting from the beginning of the movie, um, you're pretty much seeing where we are now coming off mm. the last film where these like Brad was all of well, Brad was getting tricked by Dusty Moore out throughout the movie to pretty much become back, get back in his kids' lives and shit like that. Him being so gullible versus him being so bravado, his bravado just taking over most of the time. Great comedy um, mm-hmm. work between Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell in the first film. And it just carries over into this next one where we all know that Mark Wahlberg's the tough guy Right, the Boston streets and the movies and such like that. But to see him where it starts off, where he's more nice now, he's more relaxed, just like Brad, where he's seeing he's, he's I think he's doing crossing guard work at a school. Brad right. bringing him a cough, uh, bringing him hot cocoa. He's like, oh, hot cocoa, the marshmallow, marshmallows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's just funny to see, like, compare how he was in the first one to the beginning of this one. It's total one eighty. And you right. see that they're really great friends. Now the relationship is mended. They're both co-parenting better than like him and the actual mom can co-parent. You know, these mm-hmm. dudes are locked in, you know, so it's really good to see that. Um, which I mean, let's be real. Most most co-parenting situations between father and stepfather, it usually don't be as funky. well yeah. as well. Like then they brought up a part. That is very uh, true about men, I would say, about the harboring, um, the feelings and such. Like, we can coexist, but don't, I'm harboring a lot of shit. You oh, know no what I'm doubt. saying? No doubt. So, and it's only natural. That, yeah, it seemed like, like, okay, at least they kept it real. It wasn't like, oh, this is just the movie that every happy go lucky. No, this is some real right. shit. Um, but yeah, so we started off, like I said, meeting the families and such. They go pick up. Um, I thought it was really funny how. You know what I'm saying? They're setting up everything. They go to the Christmas pageant. They meet uh, Adriana and her mom. Adriana got the stomach out and shit. Like, <laughs> and then little shorty looking at her like trying to recreate it. And like, right. mom, like, nah, chill, chill. Which is, happens a lot of time. You Definitely. get your kids around someone a little bit older, a little bit more freedom. They're going to start trying to do all the things that they see. But such and such is, that, right. ain't, that ain't my kids. That ain't my house. Right, right, right. You feel me? And a lot of that type of stuff was brought up in this stuff, like what you do in your house versus what I do in my home type stuff. A lot of that. Um, true, yeah, so. true, uh, blended but family problems. Very, true. yeah, very true, son. Like, I think I had a situation one time, uh, somebody I was dealing with their son, you know, saying, always chill, very nice to me, never had no problems, whoop de whoop. Now, 
kid would go over to, you know what I'm saying, parents' house, and, you know what I'm saying, I would see him on FaceTime with, you know what I'm saying, his mom's like, this kid is going crazy on him over there, talking mm. back, all of that, whoop-de-whoop, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, damn, it's like total 180 of, like, how he act over here, and it's like, what other parents allow in certain houses doesn't even, either it can come back to your house unless you don't check it, or they're, you know what I'm saying? They're that you don't even see that total right. total Kid, difference. Kids have sense, around. man. Kids have sense. They know what they can get away with. They know who uh, they who, who they can get away with. Exactly, exactly. And, and this this comes before. from this comes from a child of uh, divorcee slash remarried on both ends type mm-hmm. situation. So I will say I never saw the original uh, Daddy's Home, but I watched obviously part two and the shit was just like man that's real man that shit's real because it's one of those things where everyone says well hell you got two birthdays you got two christmas you yeah. got all of that which is cool but you don't look at the negative end which is man i gotta travel on a christmas day just to hang out with two sides of the family mm-hmm. and i have that feeling of can I hang out with one side of the family today and not go to the other? But you, as a kid, you're not even in control of that because nope. at four o'clock, Pops is coming to pick you up, like that sort of thing. Right, you are you're playing your game and shit. Oh, it was another right. scene in the beginning scene where they were comparing like what each side was doing for celebration. Like one would get him an iPhone, but oh, Brad already got me the iPhone. Oh, I wanted this, but oh, Daddy already mm-hmm. got me this. Like, oh, where's all your draws? How do we get all of these draws? Like, yo. The, exactly. That's a lot of that. Type that of was shit. real life. That was like I was watching. I was like, "Damn, man, that's that's how I was as a kid, man. That's exactly how yeah, I was." Man. That's real shit. I loved how they added that. Like I said, it gave me some real good co-parenting, um, like real shit that I've actually seen. But uh, yeah, so yeah, we see the Christmas pageant, daughter Christmas pageant. You know what I'm saying? She kind of needed her ass whooped. Yeah, I feel like Shorty kind of needed to get her shit whooped a couple times in this movie. She's been wilding out since the first one, but she has always been the wilder one. Mm. Like she's showing her belly on the stage still. She putting the family business out in the yeah, streets. She, man, she was potting. She was, was potting. Like, she was yo, hold on. <laughs> yo, she is giving a whole sermon up here right now. That shit was crazy. I know the secondhand embarrassment was disgusting. Oh, for but, sure. But yeah, so we get there. Um, pretty much Brad is and and Dusty pretty much find out that all this that they're doing may seem good on surface to them, given where they were from. Um, but for the most part, uh, let me clear that up, fix that up. But yeah, good. for the most part, they can they can see from the child that no, everything is not as good as we want it to be. Cause no, like it's I I need to be here or Brad is doing this or he's a little weird. Well, she always kind of thought Brad was weird, but mm-hmm. which he is. There. Yeah, he's very weird. <laughs> he's mad like, weird. <laughs> always emotional with her. She don't got time for none of that shit. Right. But, yeah. So she calls him out on the blot of the shit that she feels and such, and they come up with they they need to do Christmas together. You know what I'm saying? So they come up. Well, Dusty comes up with the turn. No, I think. Well, whoever that was the whole part of who came up right. with the term together Christmas, but they have it together Christmas with their dad. But and and reference to the first movie, you hear the infamous phone call that 
that uh, Dusty gets that's his dad coming into town. But in the first one, it was Dusty calling, you know what I'm saying, the house and the kids picking up and like the same music played. The oh, same really? Look okay. Of, like, oh, shit. Like, like the whole, and that's what I said, it was a great, great callbacks because like okay. he, the way he feels about his dad is the way like, I guess his uh, uh, girl or his ex-wife felt about him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, okay. Like this crazy okay. ass dude about to come here and just, you know what I'm saying, cause havoc. So we uh, get uh, Mel Gibson entered into the movie. Mind you, he still looks like a big creep to me, but <laughs> it wanted to give off sexy, I guess. It wanted definitely. to give off white yeah. sexy. But yeah, but no, for the most part, though, I thought it was definitely a great scene. Like I said, the callbacks to kind of like bring off the energy of what his character is like, just mm-hmm. like his father. You see, coming down the escalator, he's looking, he looks at the two uh, stewardess. Like, right. all of the same shit, Brad. Only thing was different was he didn't, like, ignore that. I mean, he didn't ignore uh, Brad. You got to see the first one. I ain't going to lie. So, that to... that was a call. That was another callback from the first callback. one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a really funny movie, dude. But neither here nor there. Um, we, like I said, we get, the, we get the opening scene to see who he is. Then Will, act, Will Ferrell... When uh well Brad when his dad comes down like you would have thought he was in the movie Elf again like when he see he find out that Santa was there he would have said oh. like yo like not or is that what yeah that was when his dad came down but when mm-hmm. Dusty dad came down he was sitting there in awe like I just want to be friends with like, like right. he was just in awe son I thought that was hilarious the golden aura and everything mm-hmm. that surrounds him. Uh, but yeah, then when his dad came down, uh, Brad's dad came down, they got real Tom Brady in that bitch. Tom Brady's my guy, but that old kissing kids kissing in the mouth, mouth is, yeah, she's a little wild. <laughs> hey, to each his own, to each his own. But the fact I felt like this movie came out, I wonder if that's where they that's why they did that because that mm. shit kept going around and they just delivered it's like, oh, hey, father, wow, like, yeah, right. that's crazy. Right. <laughs> Just a complete difference, a complete mm-hmm. difference in the grandfathers. Like, yo, I, I loved it though because he yeah. got looking at him like, "What the fuck is going on with these dudes?" But right, right, you'll see later in the movie that it will affect them. Their relationship will affect uh, Dusty and his father. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, dude, John John Lithgow's energy as soon as he enters the scene is literally is capturing. This just shows you when you see one of those just timeless actors bro is you can feel the charisma just bleeding right. off of them you know it, it just jumps on you as soon as you see him on the screen talking about how he's had these all of these different connecting flights so he could talk to different people and shit yo That's super strange super nah they were perfect perfectly cast perfectly cast because for will ferrell you can yeah you can clearly see him being uh ferrell's dad and you could definitely see Gibson being uh, Wahlberg's dad, hands oh, yeah, down. Dude. If you haven't already, like, comment, subscribe, and of course, look us up on socials at Suplex Dinner Club. And be sure to check out our other projects. We talk college football on Dogs versus All Y'all. That's a weekly college football podcast where we don't just talk about the Georgia Bulldogs. We talk about all things college football. The Life and Times pod, which is short for the Life and Times of a Restaurant Lifer podcast, where I have some chill conversations with some cool and interesting people that I've met in my years in the hospitality industry. And of course, check out Talk Them in the Building, 
That's a pro wrestling podcast where we solely focus on the promo. We talk about the talkers, we hype the hype man, and we pontificate on the promo. It's a fun project, and if you're a pro wrestling fan, I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. The Suplex Dinner Club family is growing, and I would love for you to be a part of it. Um, But yeah, dude, so we get on there, man. Dusty's dad, straight up hater energy throughout the movie, but it definitely starts here just seeing like, fuck is y'all on? Y'all, y'all, right. <laughs> this your man's like, what's right, up? Right. So I'm like, my man Dusty said, nah, bro, everything good, bro. We chilling. We chilling, bro. I don't know what you want, but we chilling. And he been peeping that his dad was trying to instigate throughout the whole movie. But he's like, mm-hmm. I ain't going to let it rock. I'm, I'm, Me and Brad, we here. We worked a lot to get here. We going to stay here. Even though it's some weird shit, that's my guy. You know right. what I'm saying? Um, I think I think we move on later to when we got to the... uh. Everybody's settling in and such like that. I think this is where we uh get the I think it's where we get to where they're playing the um the Bono record or it was like the the Christmas record that they had when they was mm-hmm. uh, playing. He was like, I think Adrian was like, Oh, that was my dad's song. And he was like, Oh, well, no, I don't like this song because of this guy, which is he point Dusty points at his father, and it goes back to when he was a kid and right. singing in the pageant, and it was like, yo, um, I think he was like mad that his dad was like taking down all of his friends' moms and shit right, during right. his performances and he wasn't paying right. attention to him. And it was like every single scene he was swooping the girl like right out of the room right before he uh do a solo. He was a sniper, shit. man. He was a sniper. Sniper. And he's little 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 Dusty was mad he missed his Bono solo. Right. And he, everybody laughed at him. So but, it was like he hated the song since then. But, but imagine, imagine seeing your pops in the stands, rubbing on some woman's feet like, during dog, your performance. Like, oh, <laughs> right, like, I'm gonna be embarrassed, bro. I'm gonna be embarrassed. I'm not that dog. I'm, I'm maybe I'm more of a Brad man. Like maybe I'm more of a Brad. Cause I'd have been like, what the fuck is going right. on? Dad, you're embarrassing the shit out of me. My man was giving a full foot massage, just like nobody living it up. Living yeah, it like up, rocking in school, but yeah, I thought that was hilarious. See, man, but one thing I definitely like, got actually, how do you feel about uh Brad being like the big klutz of the movie? Well, I mean, it you know, it's com- comedic relief for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that there was a scene where he, when he was doing the snowblower or whatnot, yes. and they caught the lights and all of that. Oh. That shit. What did that remind yeah. you of? Yeah, that was that was a little extra. But uh other than that, I mean it I thought it was funny. I thought it was I all in was, good fun, you it know. Was, it reminded me a lot of National Lampoon shit, like uh, mm-hmm. uh the the family vacation, Christmas vacation, like all that yeah. crazy shit that happened in Chevy Chase. That's what it reminded me of. And I wonder if they were like kind of like paying homage Recreating to those with them. So I mean that makes sense. Barrel, Chevy Chase kinda are not too similar, but they have parallels for sure mm-hmm. with the SNL uh, connections. Just being the super tall, funny guy. <laughs> right, right, right. A lot of those things, but yeah, I wonder if they were paying homage to uh, those films. With like, I mean, Christmas Vacation is a classic Christmas film. Definitely, you know, what I'm saying whether you like Chevy Chase, whether you like the National Lampoon uh, movies, and that that movie itself is a classic. Classic, hands down. Um, but yeah, man. So I thought it definitely was giving like his Chevy Chase type shit. Um. The touch of the thermostat scene. 
This is something mm. that is a very, 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 very truthful thing in Holmes. How did you feel about this scene, and what did you take from it? It was it was more so hilarious because Brad Brad was even like, "Yeah, man, what what the fuck? Don't you have control <laughs> of your home? Like when you have that character, <laughs> when you have Brad check finding like, yo, what's what's up with you, man? Like that means something. This you that's you let that shit rock in your home, like exactly." <laughs> Like, hold on now. Not bragging to me now. Hold on, son. It's one thing about a black household, and I'm a, I know we got listeners that aren't black, but y'all, one thing y'all about a black household, you don't touch a thermostat. That that doesn't even exist. Mm-mm. No matter how hot you are, how cold you are, you do not touch that joint, especially in the summer. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so... Unless you looking for smoke from mom dukes or even worse, your grandparents, don't touch right. that. Don't touch it. And they'll tell you, unless you pay bills, don't touch my thermostat. Mm-hmm. As soon as a nigga pay a bill, nigga change the thermostat, still all hell break loose. So just to let you know, it doesn't matter. When you get older, when you become 17, 18, you get your McDonald's job. Throw your, pay your mom's a little break. You think you touch the term, thermostat? Nah, I'm sad. Nah. I'm mistaken, my boy. Nah. You were bamboozled. <laughs> you were bamboozled. It is literally, a, you, will, oh, you will never have the power. That's you will fact. never have the power. That's who, a who fact. Who controls the thermostat controls the house. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But it's, it's funny that that kid, uh, Adriana, she said something about uh, she likes sleeping with her the window open. Yeah, I'm like, nigga, it's the winter, like snowing yeah. and everything. I, like, what's going on with you? I'm one of those weirdos, air conditioner on in the winter, possible really? window open, open in the like. I don't know. I need that weird ass. Back. But am I blasting my heat still? Hell no. <laughs> going like, to sleep to 85 is crazy. Yeah. Yo, when Mel Gibson woke up with the crazy <laughs> hair and the sweat, I've been there, bro. Waking up like, what the fuck? Get right. breathing. <laughs> Got the the sinus attack going crazy, like yo, what is happening? You see the oh nah, niggas got it on hell in here, right? I can never do no shit like that. Yeah, she would have had to sleep in the goddamn outside at that point. Straight For real. up, you, you mm-mm. go sleep with the wolves. <laughs> <laughs> For real, cause they had me. She had me all the way fucked up. But that was a real. Even like I said, when Brad looked at him, it was like yo. You bugging. That's when I was like, yeah, yeah. He doesn't have control in his home. Let's start mm-hmm. looking at this nigga shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Adrian, the little badass was, yo, yo, she had to, she should have been got checked. Um, where else would have, uh, yeah, so we move on from there. We are at the tree, uh, the tree shopping scene where they look for trees and shit, whoop de whoop. And what's my man's name? I want to make sure I get his name right. Dylan. Uh, yes, Dylan. Dylan sees his little crush and shit, and mm-hmm. he doesn't know what to do. So the father, like the, the co-dads, as they're as they title themselves, they're deciding how they're gonna do the talk. You know what I'm saying? And Brad says he wants to give him full fledged on do it, but like I guess you know what I'm saying. Dusty's kind of like letting him like, yo, we can both do this. When he had the gender neutral flashcards, <laughs> <laughs> like yo, I don't even know what those look like, but I want to see. But nah, dog. <laughs> he was uh he told him pretty much 
about the friend zone. Like, and I've never heard a talk like this in my life. Super crazy. The friend zone, like, big talk is crazy. But, I mean, I can see, like, for a kid like that, you don't want to push him too far off the off the edge. He ain't going to know what to do. And that's right. where Dusty and his father were getting confused. And that's why he's so open with talking with uh, Dylan. I mean, with, uh, with, with Brad, mm-hmm. as you see in the first film, that, like, Brad really wants to make it a thing that he can be, you know what I'm saying, in these kids' lives. So when he has these open moments with them, he goes in full-fledged, you know, as a Dusty who hasn't been around too much. Mm-hmm. He yearns for it, but he doesn't know how to approach it the right way. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I kind of looked at it differently mm-hmm. Go ahead. in the sense of why he didn't want to talk to his dad about it. Because I don't want to spoil it, but the twist at the end of it. Yes. Yeah. That kind of that kind of made more sense. Like, yeah, I probably don't want to talk to you about it because yeah. this is how I'm. Yeah, yeah, that's how I felt. Yeah, we'll get to that. Which is still fucking crazy, but yeah, super yeah. crazy. So yeah, he gives him the line about the friend zone. Uh, Dusty and his father overhear it, and they burge burge right in like, "Yo, nah, we not doing that. You got the confidence. Go get her, bruh." Right. And he's like, nah, I just, I don't want to, I can't do this with you. <laughs> I, get through his, I can't do this with your dad. Too much pressure. Um, yeah, Kirk's, you know, Kirk's advice was crazy, by the way. Super crazy. They get told her slap a, a possible 11 or 12 year old on right, the on the ass. And say, on the caboose and say <laughs> right. some crazy shit. I'm like, yo. And have I a mistletoe. She is- has to kiss you. Yo, like what, bro? <laughs> this is how you this is literally how you breed goddamn predators like yo this nigga is crazy yeah i, th- I think mel gibson was playing himself in this yeah, film definitely some shit he probably been telling his kids bro <laughs> that was that was lethal weapon my, mel gibson right there straight bro. up that wasn't the passion of the christ right there that was the passion of them cheeks <laughs> the passion of the hunt but yeah son so the nigga little Dylan was just like, yo, I, I just want to be your friend and talk to her about her problems and <laughs> ran away, which to me is one of the funniest scenes in the movie. Right. <laughs> I just want to be friends and talk about her problems. Like, yeah. <laughs> that shit was hilarious, dog. Then we uh end up moving from there. They actually go find. This is where uh, Dusty starts to break out of his shell and starts to let out a little bit of the things he's feeling after mm-hmm. he feels that you know, uh, Brad overstepped him. So go find a tree. Yeah, he's trying to go find the tall joints. I guess you end up cutting off the little top piece of it, whatever, whatever. They guard, guard, go, start going back and forth about harboring this and harboring that. And that, you know what I'm saying, Dusty's dad is instigated and all of that nature. To the point where it's like, yo, it might be some things we ne- might need to get out. But, you know what I'm saying, if you feel this way, all right, whoop-de-whoop here. You go, t- you go cut down a tree then, Brad. If you want to, you know what I'm saying, be so into, into the shit, whatever. That's how I took it. So he ends up going to cut, try to find a tree to cut down, and he started hitting that tree cutting lingo. Like, yo, I was crying. Oh, yeah, she cuts like butter. Like, yo, yeah. that shit was hilarious, bro. Because it's like you really just had to be. I wonder if he was improvising that. Because, mm. dog, ain't no way. He just started hitting that shit, that lingo like that out of nowhere. But, yeah, he did that. Um... 
ends up cutting down a cell tower instead of like a regular tree. Jesus Christ. Little short Adriana Adriana phone goes out, she goes crazy. It's funny how that shit led to uh with his dad later too, but they end up cutting down a cell a cell tower. They kept asking Dusty, did he die again? Like, yo, why do you have to ask, did he die again? Like, yo, nah, son should not be in these type of predicaments where he's almost right. dying like this. But uh they move on from there. Um they end up they have the tree in the house and all that stuff to figure out they gotta pay two thousand dollars for it. Cause it's 4G, not 5G. Like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> but then they find out, like, yo, shit, Dusty's dad, yo, where he at? That they, they was like, oh, he must uh, still be outside. So I guess after he got, uh, he got lost, cause his his bars went out his too. Bars <laughs> out. <laughs> he doesn't have directions right. <laughs> yo, lost consciousness is just passed out in the Straight snow, up, man. surrounded by wolves, bruh. Doug, my dog started going crazy when she seen the wolves on the TV. I was like, chill, oh, chill. You do not want those problems. So we move on from Nate doing all of that shit. He, um, uh, Dusty comes through and helps with them and such, gets the dogs away. But the funniest scene when he was telling them not to look the alpha dog in the eye, they're like, I'm already looking at him. <laughs> this shit was hilarious, dog. Um, they end up bringing him inside and such. And he thought that they had frostbite on his foot. And he was like, oh, oh no. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Just that. Just the mad yeah. carrier's curse. <laughs> he said he scratched his wife's heel and the shit with a uh, heel and bleeding, started boy. to bleed. I was like, nah, son, because I've seen people with feet like that, bro. Mm. My uncle coming off of them, like, old, like, uh, housing authority jobs and shit, bro. Mm. In them steel toes for years upon years. Mm-mm-mm. James Harden type feet. Yikes. But yeah, man, we move on from there. Um, also, well, we see that they are bickering back and forth pretty much about the tree, but we know it's mm-hmm. deeper than that. And you have, um, uh, like I keep mixing all these niggas, Brad's dad right. kind of just keeps saying it's a nice tree, it's a nice tree, but kind of yells it's kind of like, yo, y'all bugging, like it's a nice, y'all fighting over something that I don't need to be fighting it. But we know he right. kind of has underlying gripes that he's dealing with right to, uh get his pain off like i love dogs and like i said they kind of settle it out you know what i'm saying all right we got the tree it is what it is whoopty whoop so apparently they the nigga dusty has been throwing mad bills on them like on brad just because they got some money and shit they're like yo mm. you got paying for this paying for that paying for this like, it's a lot of harboring a lot of harboring yeah bro like you got you think we got bread over here like that which is kind of fucked up. I ain't gonna lie. Dusty was a little wild for that, bruh. Like, you got my man paying mad shit for your kids and shit, bruh. What the fuck you paying, my nigga? You lucky sure he don't got your child support. Yeah, quick. I'm trying to tell you, bruh. But, uh, yeah, so we get to the um bowling scene. In the, in the bowling, which oh, yeah. is a really good scene and such. Everybody's hitting strikes and such. But Dylan just can't get a, a strike. He keeps hitting the gutters. And when it's just, well, when it's turning through the uh, rails up and, hmm. you know, Mel Gibson character, Dusty's that was like, yo, nah, we not doing that pussy shit. And, right, you right. Know, told him to, you know what I'm saying, take the rails down and build his confidence up, which it he was trash. He kept hitting the gutter <laughs> until the very last one when the kid was like, yo, he's about to bowl a perfect zero. And then while they all looking like, yo, this might have not been good for him, he hits one pin. And that one pin 
gives him enough confidence to be elated. Like right. he was happier than anybody that, you know what I'm saying, was in the joint at that moment. But it was the fact that he did, he got one, you know what I'm saying? And he kept trying at it was the lesson, you know? And that, and that was cool of the, and it was cool because that was Gibson's character mm-hmm. who actually, who actually gave him that confidence. And he El even Padre. thanked him. He said, thank El Padre. Exactly. I'm just keep calling was, El Padre he, for the rest of the movie. The rest yeah, of the that's now. it. Yeah, yeah. He, he said, thank you for having confidence in me. Yes. Like nobody else had confidence in him that's except true. for El Padre. So that was that was actually a cool moment for him. Yeah, good. It was like good character development throughout. The mm-hmm. Like whether we like the way he goes about it or not, he still has care for his grandchildren, you know, at the end right. of the day. Whether he's not been in their lives or not, which is once again a similar character, you know what I'm saying, not being in their lives and making up for a lot of shit, a lot of time passed. Um, but yeah, like I said, and that's how I felt too, especially like as a kid with video games and shit. All your cousins mm. was playing smoking shit and 007, Zelda, all these crazy games. I get on, I'm trash. I don't mm. know shit about fuck. I'm just playing because I see them playing. But I keep playing, I keep playing, I keep playing, I keep playing. You know, saying you you get your little bit of confidence and you win a little joint. Like, all right, shit, maybe I maybe I am getting better. It's just always keeping that progress and keeping at it. You know, what I'm saying. And when you have that first time you do, I remember shit, first hitting a baseball, mm. shit, or first hitting a golf ball for the first time. And that was like the golf ball was as a as a young adult, and I mm. felt just as ecstatic as a kid because I kept trying. You know, what I'm saying golfing ain't easy at all, bro. Not at all. So Not at all. I finally hit this shit, and I ain't talking at no fucking like, no putt putter, no fucking. I'm talking. I'm on a real ass golf course with my uncle and shit, bro. Like trying nice. like a motherfucker, swinging. My shoulder hurt. Like so, when I finally <laughs> hit that ball, bro, I was so happy, bro. And the high I got off of it, like mm-hmm. I wanted to keep going after that. Like you know what I'm saying? So when you have that feeling as a kid, bro, when you lose that confidence, you finally. You finally do what it is, Break whatever through. you do to it. That little bit, that little bit of mm-hmm. confidence that you can get, bro, takes a kid a long way. Mm-hmm. So that, like I said, that scene was really, really good for the, um, just for the character development of a lot of people in the movie. Um, we go find out, go to Santa after this to go see what the kids want for, for Christmas and such. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mel Gibson influences Dylan to say a 20-gauge shotgun, but he didn't really want that. But a little shorty, she like, yeah. I take that shit. Fuck are you talking about and some bullets. Like, yo, this little girl is with the shits, bro. Like, you right. gotta see her in the first one. She is really on on shit, dog. I, she she was my she was low key my favorite. Yo, my favorite when character. They went to go man. Hunt, yo, when they went hunting with this little girl, bro. Oh my god, the murder you seen behind them eyes, bro. <laughs> when she shot them damn turkeys. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Nah, she, she walked was... them down too. Like what's yeah. what's that movie with uh Jeremy Wind River? That's what her oh, yeah. shit reminds me of some shit like that, bro. Like hey, yo, what is going on? Yeah, she, was she walked them, she walked them down, man. She walked them down right after accidentally shooting a whole human. She like nah, nah, right. not my peoples. Pong, <laughs> pong. Like nah, that was crazy. Shorty is too nasty with the joint. Um, but yeah, you move on from there after, you know, they get all healed up and to kind of like mend the tension between the, the fathers and the sons, they, instead of going to the strip club, like Mel Gibson or El Padre <laughs> suggested, they go to another club, 
the improv club. And yo, what I mean, this might have been worse than going to the strip club. Cause you think what they're pretty much going out there to drown out whatever little demons they got inside of them. Most niggas go do that at strip club. And yeah. I feel like you come out better in the strip club than you probably did in this yeah. damn uh this improv club. Cause boy was it depressing. Oh man, you had them doing the shit. You know what I'm saying? They're they're watching them. They ended up bringing a uh, Brad uh, in kind of got his dad to end up doing the improv right. uh, show with the people and such, which we kind of find out from earlier that he does improv comedy. So this was right up his alley and such. Um, and they asked him what he, uh, well, as he's watching, you know, let me back up a little bit. Brad and his dad are just having a swell time, chugging beers back, having right. doing shit all, all crazy like they do. As you know, Brad and his dad are doing things how they do, but they are starting to break the ice a little bit more. Right. Where they're starting to break through a little bit, have a good time and shit. But as soon as that happens, he sees his dad doing the same shit that he did when he was in school, leaving off with some shorty while he's like while they're supposed to be having their bonding moments, and that breaks him right there to the point where it's like, "Yo, oh fuck this, Brad and his dad." Can, yeah, I'm about to ruin this shit. Kid. Fuck right. that shit. As soon as he threw the topic out for what to do. They was like, uh, Mary, like, oh, fuck that. Divorce. Like, damn, nigga, shit. And that immediately kid, hit. Kid that like, well, immediately damn, hit him. Yeah, that immediately hit him. Put my business out in the streets because throughout the movie, um, you know, Brad's girl, wife, and whatever, you know, they she was wondering where um his his grand his mother his where his mom was, where his wife right. was. Cause they usually see them together. And you know, he was pushing it off. Uh, you know. This, that, whoop de whoop. And to see when he said about the divorce, like it was kind of lingering in the air because the way definitely, you know what I'm saying, Will Farrell character, Brad, like he he how he puts his parents over, like these are these are my people. They like, we're just perfect. So when he sees that it or everybody else see that everything don't seem perfect, they could see that already as not Brad, because he has the rose colored glasses on, you know? Right. So, to see where he's like, very wow, naive. Yeah, very naive about his parents. Dusty just said, "Fuck it, we gon' we gonna find out tonight." Get into it, yeah. Fuck we it. gonna get into it. And that shit just that was it was nasty work, man. It was nasty work, bro. And this what I go back to saying that, like, dude, this dude is just like one of my favorite. I won't say one of my favorite actors, but the times I've have seen him on screen, John Lithgow or Lithgow have always just was just a great actor, dude. Mm -hmm. Like. When I first seen this man on Third Rock from the Sun, and then I seen him on Dexter, you would not tell me that these are the same people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, this dude was so quirky. It, it's, it's no more different than Dan Brian Cranston seeing him on Malcolm in the Middle, and you're just like, how did you go from that to this? Like, what the hell? Like, right. am I missing something out on acting that is like, Cause nah, dude, he he killed it with his role. As I got so serious in the improv, where he was starting to bring up or just started reminiscing about different things that he was talking about with his wife. I missed this, he missed uh, this, or missed that, and he started saying her name and and right. all of that. And the improvs, improv actors are just like uh, they just going with the shit still. They don't know he's really. Letting this shit and that's right what now. that's what got Brad. 
Because as soon as he said his mom's name, he's like, whoa, hold on. you That's my mom's name. Why is he using my mom's name? And you could tell, you could see the gears starting to turn and him yeah. actually understanding like, oh shit, my parents, my parents aren't together anymore. Bro, and they kept hurt. that from me. That hurt that, 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 uh, Don was, um, just letting out. You just heard it. It's like, Jenny, Jenny, like, yo, right. bro, I was dinner like, hold on. Oh, shit, bro, right. I ain't trying to cry watching this shit. Chill out, bro. Yeah, I thought she died. Like, damn, y'all just got a divorce. I thought she died the way he was going, mm. bro. But um, but yeah, man, great, great scene. Brought out a lot of like, uh, took a lot of certain stories throughout the movie to a, a climactic point or to its highest peak to really see where characters move from here. Now, all right, now you got the cats out the bag. Where does where does, you know what I'm saying, Brad go from here? And he's on shit. He on shit with Don. He's on shit with Dusty. Yeah. Like, he don't got time for none of the bullshit now. Like, you lying to me. You trying to expose me. Whatever, whatever it is. And he, like, when Dusty literally said he did it because out of jealousy, I was like, damn, son. That's nasty right. work. And his girl, right. his, 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 his baby mom's like, yo, nah, you gotta, you gotta go out there and fix that with Brad. Like, that's nasty, bro. And there's nothing he could have really, like, Brad was already, like, Bro, I'm a fuck y'all niggas. You feel me? Everybody. I, I feel them, bro. Like y'all trying to play me out here. I'm trying to keep everything peachy key. And y'all just want to break a positive ass nigga down. Like, damn, mm-hmm. son. The streets is cold. The streets <laughs> is cold, man. The streets is cold. But like you said, he pretty much was on. He was on shit. Like, yo, fuck you. I don't. I don't fuck with you. He, I think he told me hating him, but I wasn't sure. But throughout this, you see, you see, you know what I'm saying. Uh. Kurt pretty much looking at him like, okay, the what I wanted them to get like to, to have these budding heads is finally here. Right. But I don't right. know if he feels so great about it though, because he's saying little things that'd be like, oh well, oh you guys are is, is everything isn't happy at home or some shit like that. Then it was like he kind of I feel like a scene later he felt so bad about the shit like mm. instigating so much, but it's like dog, you spent a good day or two i think it was like eight days in the in the um in the movie it's been a good week right pissing these niggas off one day gonna make you feel differently nah nigga you let the watch the house burn now shit you already here watch the house burn <laughs> finish the job all right like goddamn but nah son it was um it was definitely uh oh sorry this is the line this is the line i meant to uh say because when he, right before he goes out there talks to um to uh Brad, he explains why he already knew it was a divorce. The man said, yeah. <laughs> "Either your wife left you because you were in a, a improv club, or you're getting a divorce because, or you're in an improv club because your wife left you, or your wife left you because you're in an improv club." Right. <laughs> he said that shit, and that's the reason why he knew I literally died, bro. Yeah. Yo, nah, bro, that is <laughs> body bag. Like just expose. I already know why you're here, Brad. We this ain't nah, nah, son. Ain't right. no in here. But <laughs> but yeah, yeah. He started talking to um, Brad. I mean, started talking to uh, Brad after that, and Brad let the clip out. He's like, you know, I don't really fuck with you right now, Brad. I'm gonna do what you hate the most. I'm gonna pull a you on you. Mm-hmm. Enter Adriana's dad, the guy we've been waiting for, John Cena. Finally <laughs> enters the movie in the in the real like. I don't know. You can't even put this on one city anymore. 
you always gonna have that one motherfucker that feels like hot shit in a pickup truck. I don't know if this is equivalent to the Hummer niggas who are mm. like, because this really reminds me of the niggas with the Hummers when them first came out. But dog, pulling up in a big black pickup truck, just looking as cool as Dusty did when he first pulled up and shit. Pretty much these dudes are like similar ass dudes. You right. know what I'm saying? But with, with Dusty being so influenced by Brad, he sees the fa- the flaws in Adriana's father. But at the end of the day, it's it's a battle right now. You know what I'm saying? He's trying to battle for Adriana's respect, just like Brad was trying to battle for Dusty Kid's respect. He sees mm-hmm. the similarities now that he has to deal with, but it's just a constant battle still. So uh, he inserts the movie in the third act. And dog, like I said, cool little back and forth when we get to the nativity scene. Dog. Mm-mm-mm. Adriana Adriana got finally got into that eggnog and <laughs> lost her fucking noodle, bro. That shit was crazy. Which I mean, I felt like that was gonna happen sooner or later. You I mean it's been like that, bro. No, for sure. I've been, I've been on them in them like little white houses or Puerto Rican white houses. Where the kids drinking man, drinking with the parents, shit, yep. Drinking with the parents, New yep. Year's they got them a little, you know. Black fans, you'll get us some sparkling, some sparkling juice, nigga. That's it. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But some fans will really give them champagne. You know, say so to see that, I was like, damn. These girls need they ass whoop. I know there's a lot of people out there that do not do the ad, but these kids. Need they add? Ain't no talk for this shit, bro. What yeah, are you doing? For sure. This is literally leading up to she's only sixteen movie. Did that girl Adriana keep going that way? It's gonna literally be that movie, bro. Mm-hmm. She needs her ass whooped. Um, but yeah, so they they pretty much go to the nativity scene. Will Ferrell and uh, Dusty and um Brad are going back and forth. Who's going? To, who should be playing Joseph right now? <laughs> like, yo, <laughs> shit is hilarious, bro. And then you got little uh. What's my girl name again? Um, Megan. It's a Megan. Yeah. Gone off the eggnog, bro. Start talking crazy. Giving it up, bro. I've seen people talk like this on a Saturday night in a bar. It was nasty work, (laughs) very nasty work, but hilarious nonetheless. Because she sounded like Mark Wahlberg to an extent, you know. Mm. So when everybody seen it, like, yo, oh no, she's drinking. I've seen this before. (laughs) Mm -mm. Shorty is drunk out of her shit. And then, you know what I'm saying? They play everybody playing the blame game, blame game and shit, especially with uh, John Cena. Like, oh, this is how y'all, the kids do whatever, whatever. Right. Like I said, great scene, dog. When she hit that fucking round. Oh, I didn't even see her up there as the angel, but just flat right. <laughs> oh, you didn't see? <laughs> yeah. Just woke up like, yo, this is it, bro. Like, I didn't like, like. These little girls was gone, bro. So, like I said, they started going into a back and forth about you know what I'm saying? Oh, you allow your kids to do this. You allow your kids to do that. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Then, dog, I'm going to be real. Definitely, this is what real co-parenting is right here, bro. Definitely. Like, I guess we all want the utopia of, of co-parenting, but mm, I think it's this no, right this... here, dog. When you got all the ideologies. Mm-hmm. They all just clash and shit. And you see him in real like, oh, no, nah, this is how y'all do Oh no, nah, you ain't gonna be coming back to my crib doing this. Whoop de whoop, blah 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 blah. This was that's why I like they showed us what uh, ideal co-parenting could be, but what reality is. What actually, yeah. You know, what I'm saying sure. the obstacles and the struggles you really gotta go through to get to that utopia if you even get there. You know what I'm saying? So when mm-hmm. John Cena's character comes into play, 
it's a reminder of like, yo, nah, families expand, families are, are ever changing. And there's other obstacles that go into it to keep these families as tight and working as you can go. Because right. adding a new entity like John Cena and Adriana into Mark Wahlberg's life, given he was just trying to get back to his kids' lives, is like, it's a whole other dynamic. Yeah. yeah, it's a whole other dynamic. It's damn near karma. So it's like, you got to go through what you put somebody else through. You know what mm. I'm saying? But thankfully, he went through those lessons that he can move differently. Because if, if this was, the, if this was uh, Dusty from the last movie, they scrap him. They scrap He probably would have shot this man. But, like, <laughs> but right before they started, I ain't going to lie. I think Mark Wahlberg and low-key smoked John Cena. But that's another discussion. But Because I was looking at something I'm like, Mark Wahlberg looked like he ready to throw them he hands like a little bit scrap. more. Yeah. I don't know. John yeah. Cena looked like he capping, but that was a good little scene and such. Um, they move on from there because they had a snowstorm. Everybody's trying to break off of after the um big fight and everything. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, oh fuck, fuck this and shit. Motherfucking um Don got hit with like three or four snowballs and an ice ball. Like it was just <laughs> nasty, bro. Nobody came out of that joint looking good. Especially like Dusty's father, who felt like it's just been instigating all of this. You right. finally see it all come to a head and it's just like, well, see my see my seen this all blow up. I mean, hey, it worked. Whatever. Yeah, he had a big whatever energy until towards till the end of the movie. But mm-hmm. um Yeah, so they are leaving the Airbnb. And come to find out, is an avalanche. Yes, an avalanche caused by snow. Yes, <laughs> I, I felt that trooper when when he asked that dumbass question. He's like, like bro, man, get get the hell out of my face, man. Like, like please, sir, I got a line full of people down here. Right. Please, I am cold as hell. Get the hell out of my face. But they on the um going back into the town and meeting up at a movie theater. And to go watch some Liam Neeson movie, I guess when the subtitle <laughs> said Liam Neeson, oh, mistletoe, mistletoe. Oh, that's what it was called. Like, Is that a real movie? Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. It. That was the name of it. It was like oh, okay. missile, like a like missile? actual missile. Yo, I'm yeah, crying. Yeah. I wonder if that's supposed to be like their version of Die Hard, where it's supposed to be like the the action mm. Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. But um. But yeah, dog. I thought that was funny because some of the lines he was saying in there was like not like lines you both say <laughs> to your children, bro. Right. No, because no, like, what did he say? He said something about we're gonna blow this. Mo-. It was some crazy shit toward the end of the scene. Mm-hmm. They're just saying wild shit, bro. Um. But yeah, they just got the kids is looking like, and parents like, oh my god, like it was, it was hilarious. And it always like that Liam Neeson kind of like just. Always is always just open to do funny shit like this. Mm-hmm. Never doesn't take his his character or his self as an actor too serious. You know, right. so this dude has been in so many great films. It's like the Taken character has taken him to another height of like film, but also comedy in a sense of social comedy. Definitely, like his dander. Like yeah, he does kind of play the same role. So when he when he kind of laughs at himself on that, mm-hmm. I always appreciate it. And when he popped up on Atlanta, that shit was goaded. That's what I'm saying. Like, you never know where you'll find Liam Neeson, bro. One of the probably really talk one of the most underrated actors for real, for real. Definitely, definitely. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, yeah, definitely say it gave heart a diehard energy. But yeah, so we get from there. Um, we move out of the joint and Dusty's dad, dog. This nigga, uh, what's what's his name again? Uh, Kurt. Uh, Kurt. 
Doug, one El of the Padre. nastiest moments. Yes, El Padre. <laughs> one of the nastiest moments he moved, tried to pull in his movie as a dad. He tried to have a sentimental moment with Dusty. He was like, Yo, oh, yeah. You just got that off the movie. Line for word, line. Like- word for word. <laughs> <laughs> that was sick because I thought he was really having a moment with it. And I'm like, oh, shit. Nah, this dude is a piece of trash, bro. Like, <laughs> piece of trash. So when they had, they tried to have the sentimental moment, but Dusty called him out on that bullshit. And um, we moved from there, and I guess uh, Adriana and Megan are got the little um, little girl that uh, we well, well, we just say that Dylan has a crush on. Right. They got her under the joint, and Adriana's so aggressive with shit. Hey, Dylan's your girlfriend over here. You want to go kiss? Like, damn, right. Like, Right. Like, 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 damn! Like, you need to go get abusing a little. You don't even know this girl. Like, why? Y'all just... And Megan, and Megan following suit. She right behind her. Just follow, just yo, with all the fuck shit, bro. Mm-hmm. So they got her under the mistletoe, and everybody's like, "Yo, this is this your moment, bro. Come do it. Come kiss the girl." And he's walking over slowly. Um, what's her name? Um. Sarah, you know what I'm saying? The mom is damn near about mm-hmm. to whoop Brad ass and get the phone in. <laughs> That's real I want to record this. That's real mom. Where's my phone? Give me your phone! Like, yo, please. That was so hilarious, bro. And, dog, uh, when he walks over slowly and literally walks right past the girl that kissed Adriana! The swerve. Yeah! Oh, my God, dude. All I can say is I Never. Well, I've been in a predicament of such, but not like that. Like, mm. I didn't know, like, the girl was my cousin, like, on my, she's my cousin on my aunt's, uh, well, my cousin's dad's side. But, okay. her, like, my aunt and that man never been married or nothing. It's just, you know what I'm saying, through my cousin. So, I didn't know we were, like, I didn't know about how far cousins go other than <laughs> your immediate family like i know my immediate family cousins like right I, right, right. I, these all I've, I've never seen this girl before i've never seen her before and i'm like damn she look good like who is this like i'm just crushing right now i had to be like eight or like nine or something like that bro i'm mm. crushing on this girl and then i asked my cousin later and she like dude that's your cousin i'm like how and she was like whoop, whoop, whoop. i'm like oh god like yo i feel so sick bro and i feel, like i'm still cool with some of these people like i don't really talk to them like that like that's not my music mm-hmm. but i still acknowledge them as my cousins though like if if, if you if i know your father like my like, my cousin apple i call her dad uncle tom like his name mm-hmm. is, his name is thomas he's not an uncle tom like he he is my uncle and he his name is thomas like <laughs> shout, shout out uncle thomas man shout but out yeah man like i call him up right that's my uncle i've known that all my life now on the flip side let's say uh if it's somebody that like recently came into like one of my aunts or uncle's lives or some shit like that like my uncle my, my uncle pat he recently got married I do not call his wife auntie. Mm. Never will. But his wife, who I was, I was when I was born, was there, the mother to my up. cousin. Yeah. Yeah. That's my aunt. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, that. So it's 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 totally different. But with this, with this, with 
eight with with Dylan eight. Nah, you bugging. Nah, Dylan's wilding. Yeah, You're Dylan's wilding. This is your step. This is your step sister, brother. Right. You're bugging like, and it didn't even insinuate yo he had a crush on her or nothing. He was always looking at the little Asian girl and all of that right. shit. So to see him come out of the blue, and kiss Adriana was like. What the fuck is y'all on in this movie, bruh? So much therapy amongst all of those kids. Dogs. So much therapy. We forgot about Bill Burr in the beginning scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. "Ah, That kid's gonna need therapy. He was like, shut up. He's like, you got it. it, it, That was a a fact, too. Yo, I'm mad that we didn't get more. I love Bill Burr in anything, dude. Like, Mm -hmm. he's hilarious, Mm -hmm. dog. Like, that kid's gonna need therapy. Like, yeah. <laughs> Cause that's real shit. These kids are going to need massive therapy, bro. Facts. So, when I said that happens, and I'm just like, oh shit, they're bugging out, bro. Um and like let's keep it tall. Like Roger, who is John Cena's character, low-key is the best parent. Real shit out of Moses. He don't got time for none of this bullshit. Right. He's like, I'm out, man. Like, yeah. I don't fuck with how you you be moving around my kids. I don't like this little shit going on. Like, what else? We're out of here. Right. I don't know what they got going. We're good on this, bro. <laughs> As any father would do, you just see your, your ex-girl, whatever. Her son you know, kiss your kiss, daughter. Like, what? Yeah, nah. out of here. Yeah, please believe y'all probably won't be seeing this ch- this child again. Like Facts. y'all, big tripping. Like I felt John Cena on that one. We are out. It just if it wasn't a storm, we're good. We're out of here. Right. We'll just go to another theater. That's <laughs> a go, fact. Put me in theater three, away from these crazy motherfuckers. <laughs> nah, they bug the fuck out, bro. Um, but yeah, move on from that scene. We get the big uh Christmas energy of the movie with the singing, oh, yeah. yeah. the sing along and shit. But let's keep it real. <laughs> Will Ferrell singing in any movie is a gift, bro. Like, I love hearing this dude sing. That's why I got to watch that spirited movie, bro. Like, because uh, him singing, it just, I always think of um, Step Brothers when he was Oh, singing. yeah, yeah. yeah. like, what did he say? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That <laughs> <laughs> had me crying, bro. I love seeing him sing, bro. Because, like, he can kind of sing, but it's so comedic yeah. that you don't take it serious, dog. Right. Like, when, when, uh, we're not about to say Ryan Gosling, but because my man Ryan Gosling really that dude, we're not gonna do that. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's my man? Um, uh, Deadpool, bro. Ryan. Oh, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, like when he be doing the fake singing and shit. Like I'll be like, yo, he kind of sound like all right, but it's for fake. But dog, when Mark Wahlberg got on there, bruh, I was crying. <laughs> ain't no way. Ain't no way that's him, dog. Ain't no way. You're right, but right. That was his the, shiny moment. See the first one, sh- bro. They kind of this is a okay. kind of occurred that he's just so perfect that he could sing, he could do this. That so when he brought back to see, that threw me off again because I was gotcha. like, hey, okay. I know this nigga don't sing, bro. Like this, Marky Mark don't sing. So great <laughs> scene for that, just to have the whole Christmas sing along type shit, bro. Turned into a whole musical, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Cause, I mean, that's that's how Christmas you can get with this movie. It didn't feel like such a Christmas movie until that part. Like, it had bits of a Christmas movie because of the weather mm-hmm. and certain uh, things and such. But that part right there felt super, super, super Christmassy. Uh, Dusty finally got his solo that he wanted to do since a kid. His dad actually was Shining moment. doing it. 
Like he bodied that shit, son. Like it was cold. Um, uh, what to say? Oh yeah, we we um pretty much wrap it up with that for the most part. With even Dylan getting a line full of mistletoe kisses. But what were we what were we doing about little Brad in the line? Oh, little man, little little peek out guy. Yeah, I was like, oh wait, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Whose idea was this? That was Alejandro. He was excited. He was like. <laughs> like yo, hold on, son. Don't get your kid now. Y'all bugging right. the fuck out over here in this mall. This movie theater is then again shut down. Cause what y'all got going on in this bitch? Got kids, kids the kids, boys, right. kids the boys, families just, bursting out into singing in the middle of the bitch. Like, um, I'm so good on that theater. But yeah, what's that? And then I mean, oh yeah, we get to the very, very, very end where we meet um brad's mom finally they recreate the scene again and shit mm. from the beginning and this time is with the dude who saved the plane on the hudson yeah, it was like, Yo, this dude, yeah. how more perfect can you get as a nicer right. dude you can't get more nicer than this and it's like yo dozens is like oh yeah I'm, i mean oh brad's like yeah i fuck i'm gonna fuck with him word 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 as soon as it gets there he fucked this nigga, bruh. <laughs> You're not my real dad. He was like, you only have one good story. My dad has a million. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Yo, the Tonto Man only got one good story, bruh. It's crazy, That's bruh. wild, like, yeah. Once again, man, amazing movie, man. Fun movie for the, for the most. Yeah, definitely. Very fun movie, man. And that's one thing I like about movie. I like be, I like to have fun with it. Right, mm-hmm. like you said, it felt like you were on a, a small little adventure with this family, dude, going through their ups and downs, seeing things that we both seen in, in, in our lives and such being, being whether it's like with single moms, single parents or divorced kids and all of these different things. So right. it was really good to see these um type of moments and, and, and situations brought onto the screen. Because like I said, co-parenting is a very tough task, man. And I commend anybody that's doing it in a Definitely. very good way, you know what I'm saying? It's about the kids at the end of the day and making sure that the the, the, the line keeps going straight for them. You don't want nothing mm-hmm. going off track for them. You want to make sure everybody has all hands on deck to make sure these kids' lives turn out as well as y'all wanted it and planned out. You know what I'm saying? Y'all life together may not been a, the plan, go out the plan the way they're supposed to be planned, but that um, doesn't mean that the kids got to be affected because of this. So That's a fact. Always want to make sure that your co-parenting and parenting is at A1, you know what I'm saying? And hey, anybody that's out there co-parenting, kudos to y'all. Yes. Hopefully y'all having a, a great holiday also, man. Cause it can be very dip like you were saying, you gotta go to different housings and such yeah, like that. Man. It can be very tough. So hopefully everybody mm-hmm. got, you know what I'm saying, their shit lined up and having to have a great Christmas, great holiday. And like I said, once again, shout out to all the co-parents out there, man. This was a this film is for y'all. Yeah. This film is for y'all. This was my first time seeing it, man. I enjoyed it. I'm glad you suggested it, man. Yes. I never saw the movie, never Saw the first one. I enjoyed this one. This was funny. Yeah, man. Great, wish great, we great. had more John Cena. Yo, real. That's the only thing I wish, bro. I wish we had him more throughout the film. Like, even if they did a daddy's home, but now you can't even do it because they mended the relationship at the end of the movie. So right, like, right, right. Can't even do it because I would have liked to see it with them. But I like how they stepped it up with the parents. Great casting throughout the movie. Like I said, shout out to them. Shout out to them, man. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to the director. Uh, Sean Anders, uh, who um, who directed the film. This movie came out in November 10th, 2017. Came out of the box office of one eight, $180.6 million. Okay. Um, solid, solid film, solid film, man. I think good movies like this, I deserve it. Um, 
Definitely. It said uh, Daddy's Home 3 isn't officially in the works, but the director of the first uh, Daddy's Home film, Sean Anders, hasn't forgot about Brad and Dusty, but while the two have been released within two years of each other, Anders' idea wouldn't, wouldn't have Daddy's Home 3 released until later. So they mm. said it might be something, in the, but yeah, it's rumblings. Nothing too crazy, but yeah. I would like to see a third film. But yeah, good show, man. Um, Like I said, people... If y'all if y'all seen the film, you know what I'm saying? Give us y'all thoughts. What's some of y'all favorite scenes? Who was y'all favorite characters? What did yeah, you take sure. from the movie? Did you take the same message that we got out of it? What was your what's your ideas on co-parenting during the holidays? Like, do you have any stories from that? You know what I'm saying? Let us know in the comments, man. Give us give us some feedback. Man, that's we definitely, definitely be appreciated. Keep the conversation going, man. Definitely, definitely. And uh next month, we gotta we gotta talk about next episode. It's gonna be next month. And uh, the movie, I don't even know if you've seen this, Ari. Uh, it's one of the one of my favorite movies from the 80s. It's got action, it's got drama, and it's got spinning kicks and all that good stuff. It's starring the GOAT Patrick Swayze. Roadhouse! And that's Roadhouse. You know what's yes. crazy? Thank goddamn Peter Griffin for me wanting to see right. that movie so badly, bro. <laughs> Him right. kicking everybody Roadhouse. 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 Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm around for that one. Yeah, and the wrestler that brought us to it is one of the GOATs, Terry Funk, who had a small role in it. So uh, we're going to look in the show notes for a link to the trailer of the movie, as well as... Uh, direction as to what streaming services actually have roadhouse so y'all could check yeah, it out i found uh this film daddy's home on paramount that's where i found mm-hmm. it if you don't want to pay any rental fees or anything, they do have it on paramount paramount is a really good streaming app little pretty much underrated compared to a lot of these definitely other ones. so go definitely. check it out if you don't um if you don't have peacock i mean not peacock but paramount i think it's 4.99 i believe or mm. one of them too but it's not it's not too much not too much for what you're getting so yeah. go check it out on there if you have any if you have it anywhere else. You know, so check it out. But like I said, great film for the holidays. You know, saying so sit back with the family and catch this joint, man. Add it to your holiday playlist. Definitely, definitely. So, folks, we're gonna see y'all next month so we can uh, preview Roadhouse. And um, y'all have a wonderful holidays, man. Happy, sure, happy New happy Year, happy New Year in day, advance. Man. Yeah, yes, no doubt, no doubt. All right, let the people know where they can find you, man. You already know, man. You can catch me at the movie shawty but i'm just playing <laughs> but nah man you already know you can follow me at ari starks on all social media man i'm actually better get ready go gear up and get ready for the next um platform i will be on at get your bars off podcast with my co-host loso shout out check that out yeah man check that out the get your bars off uh network podcast you know what i'm saying get your bars off podcast but check all of our shit on get your bars off network where you can also see our boy adrian on pushing narratives with the bro loso on thursdays so go check yes, that sir. out we will be dropping on tuesdays um, so get your bars off podcast. So be in tune for those things. Um, year and listen stuff like that coming up. So be be on the lookout for that, man. Um, you already know all marks pod for the wrestling tip on that situations. Go check them out. All marks pod. All marks anyways. Adrian, let me know where to find you. Yes, sir. Uh, Suplex Dinner Club. Uh, if you're checking us out on YouTube, much appreciated. Leave a like and subscribe, of course, because we're growing and we want you a part of the community. So again, happy holidays to y'all. Oh, Ari, I meant to give you props, man. Uh, one of your last episodes to get your bars off, you brought up Cooking Soul Christmas. Yeah, bro. Man, those things got me through a lot of Christmases, oh, man. Yeah. First finding them shits out in high school, bro. I was like, 
This ain't this ain't the sh- mm-hmm. this ain't impatience. It's different. Yeah. This ain't silent like that, night. This, this is just slapping. That's why I got this shirt. This MF yeah, Doom man. Christmas shirt. Like I gotta find me one, man. Doom yeah. Christmas is one of my favorites. I might have to go mm-hmm. back and just rewatch the adult swim shit, bro. Like the and little, that's, little yeah, bit. man. Like yeah, I love yeah. all of that shit, bro. So yeah, man. Everybody get your get your shit ready. Have some good times with some popcorn. Uh real quick before we got here, what's the go-to Christmas movie you think people should watch over the season over this uh over the Christmas? Oh man, a go-to your go-to. Actually, actually, no, I'm gonna say go-to. What would be something you say that you think people probably haven't seen? I'll be there because some people I feel like we watched a lot of okay. the same movie. What would, be, what would be something you'll add in new to the uh man the that okay? I s- damn, what's the name of that movie? I want to say the movie was uh Silent Night. It got released like a year or so ago. That shit was cold. It was that was a fun movie. It was a fun movie. Uh it had a lesson about family and values and that sort of thing, but it it was just it was just an overall fun, dope movie, man. That's definitely one of my that was, favorites. That was a really great movie, man. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Um for me, if people haven't already, I mean I would say Jingle Jangle, but I feel like that's into the black community. But I feel like that movie should be as big as uh, some of these other movies. That movie is amazing Christmas movie. Mm. But um, a joint, if y'all, I would probably say, uh, yeah, uh, that's a great movie. I love Christmas horror movies. Mm. I feel like a lot of those joints. Cause I'm a big horror fan, and I feel like a lot of those get forgotten about during the holidays. So if anybody, man, I would say go back and watch um Black Christmas 1976, the original. Mm. Um, I know they came out with a remake, I think, like, 2006, which mm-hmm. is, 2006 was a good era of, of, of slasher movies. But go, I always say go back and watch the originals, though, if you want to get that just that feel of what it was like being a new experience of some shit, a Christmas horror movie. Right. Like, that was, and I think Black Christmas was actually the first slasher film in America, I believe. Really? First, like, okay. uh, POV, the first POV slasher. T- gotcha. Like that. Okay. That was the first one of the, of his kind, so... Just for a little history too. So poor heads, if y'all want to go check something out, you don't want to be too Christmassy and all the festive. Go watch some. Go watch some people get stabbed up on Christmas. Black Christmas, nineteen seventy six. Go check that shit out. Yeah, yeah man. On that note, man. Four Corner Cinema episode two is in the books, man. We will see y'all next month, man. Have a good holidays, man. All right, peace, y'all.